Hey, podcast listeners, I'm Mark Steckman, host of the Business Beyond the Boardroom live radio show. In this segment, brought to you by Italiano Insurance, I sit down with Alicia Waldner. Alicia is a speaker, mentor, entrepreneur, and the CEO of Adventure Marketing, a full-service digital marketing agency. She was recently named as one of Tampa Bay's top 25 under 25, and after listening to this episode, you'll see why. If you haven't already subscribed to this podcast, please do rate it and share it with your friends. It'd mean the world to me. We have new content coming out daily. Now, here's today's episode with Alicia Waldner. Enjoy. There are countless untold stories of highly successful business owners in and around Tampa Bay and right in your backyard as well. Men and women who have started something from nothing and are people just like you and I. Hardworking, have great ideas. In some cases, they've even lost everything at some point or another. They've failed, but they didn't give up. They take chances, calculated risks, go after their passions, and they follow their hearts in the name of business. These are the stories that we share here every week on Business Beyond the Boardroom. Our guests, they're just like you and me, and their stories might be your story one day. Well, the next story we have is our guest, Alicia Waldner. She has quickly grown her social media following to boot. Alicia was recently named as one of Tampa Bay's top 25 entrepreneurs under 25. My goodness, this girl is on fire. Is that a song? This no, that's not a song. Welcome to Business Beyond the Boardroom, Alicia. Hi, thank you. I'm so happy to be here, Mark. You have no idea. This is super cool. I've never been on the radio before, so I'm super honored. Well, you're going to do a great job, I know, and if you don't, nobody will know anyway, right? There you go, exactly. Uh, Pat, block the calls. We can't take any calls if they don't like uh, what we're doing today. <laughs> Alicia, you're under 25. Yes. And you've just been named one of Tampa's Top 25 under 25 entrepreneurs. How on earth does this happen? Because I remember, you know, years ago, it was like top 40 under 40. Now, all of a sudden, we're looking at tons of success in just a short window under 25. Talk yeah. to us about that. Yeah. So, well, completely surprising. I honestly never expected it. Um, but definitely, I would say, you know, Tampa, and you know, we just talked about how great Tampa is, but Tampa is so inviting for entrepreneurship. And especially, you know, you said too, Mark, that you got so inspired by hearing, you know, everything that is going on within the area. And, you know, if it wasn't for Tampa creating that atmosphere for entrepreneurs, especially young entrepreneurs with zero to no experience to actually give them a chance and provide them with the mentorship and guidance that they need, then, you know, that that reward wouldn't wouldn't exist. And, you know, mm. even the people that were with me in the top five, I mean, I know all of them, which is pretty awesome to say. And, um, you know, they, they, they're in the same path as I am. And they were, you know, we're in the same group. And um, because of like the, the mentorship here, we really get to grow. All right. Well, that's all the good. That that is that's all good uh, PR. Those are good sound bites. I love all <laughs> of that stuff. But we're going to dig into the deep stuff now, okay. and we're going to go backwards a little bit to your childhood. I know you're not originally from Tampa, right? No, no, no. So, nope. originally so, so, Connecticut. Okay, so you grew up in Connecticut. Yep, Middletown, Connecticut. Uh-huh. Literally the center of Connecticut. Okay. And um, how would you describe your childhood? Um, different. You know, my parents, you know, had an odd relationship for a while. And um, I definitely most of my time of my childhood, I felt like I suffered to like fit in, Okay. Um, especially this was really big throughout high school. 
um, you know, I'm, I'm very vulnerable and, you know, admit that I was kind of bullied, that I was stupid and never make it in life. And um, yeah. I know this may sound, oh, you know, you're, you're complaining about that, Alicia. But when you hear it every single day, you know, it's it, it, it sits with you. And, I, you know, I actually I heard it so much that I actually believed it mm. and I gave up and I stopped trying. Um, and this haunted me all the way up until really, I would say, my sophomore year of college, which is insane. And um, it was actually my internship at the, my medical marketing firm that we'll probably get into in a minute that changed my life but it wasn't until then where I actually started believing in myself mm. where did you go to college uh, University of Tampa okay I yeah. thought for some reason I thought you had somewhere before that too did you transfer uh, UT that's correct yeah, yes okay. so I did go to originally I was in Connecticut so I went to Southern Connecticut State University okay yeah, that's and what I then thought. I made um, you know I, UT was on my mind and it was a huge investment you know from you know money standpoint big yeah, difference sure. between a state school and a private school but you know I felt that if I didn't take that risk, you know, that, that money risk, then, you know, I cannot, can't grow as far as I want to. And um, it was one of the best risks that I've taken, because if not, I wouldn't be standing in, standing in front of you right now. No kidding. What, uh, did, you, did you know anybody in Tampa, did, or did you come here completely blind, Green? Um, in Tampa, completely blindsided. I'm very thankful I have family in the Cape Coral area, which is about, you know, two hours yeah, from sure, here. Sure. Um, but no, Tampa, I, I was a, came alone. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So... Fast forward through college, you mentioned the marketing firm. Let's just dive right into that. So you were already on a marketing track at this point. Yes, okay. yes. I, I, when I was in high school, I took DECA, which is a business course that yeah, you can sure. take. And um, that was when I heard marketing. I was like, oh, you know, this seems fun. But I didn't really know what it was. And so when I got this internship at a medical marketing firm, um, you know, I, medical marketing, I was like, what, what even is this? You know, and I don't even know what marketing is. So put medical in front of it. Now I'm all types of confused. Um, but, you know, they gave me a chance every single day just to kind of learn the digital side of things, which is obviously, as we know, that's where things are going, especially with the great talk on social about social later, um, earlier today. Um, but so what I mean, they got me um, they opened my doors to, you know, what WordPress is, what, you know, an actual, what SEO is, what PPC is. And I kind of had the advantage to kind of learn the all things of digital marketing. And then from there, kind of decided what I really, really enjoyed. Which is what? Which was at the time, not not, not so much any longer, um, but web development and SEO. Okay. So, and although we still do that, I enjoy it. You know, as an entrepreneur, we know that you kind of got to step back. So mm. um, now that my team knows how to do it, I can be a little more hands off. So sometimes people start companies because they have this burning desire to be an entrepreneur. They want to have that on their Instagram profile. They want to have it on their LinkedIn. And they want to let all their friends know. And it, this happens at 22 and it happens at 42. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it's not age specific. Um, but that's not your story. Your story came out of kind of a need, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so entrepreneurship, you know, it's sexy. Gary Vee says it all the time. Sure. Everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. And yep. A lot of people say they're entrepreneurs. Um, but for me, I mean, like, like you said, it really was a need. So going back into my internship experience, I was there for two and a half years, and I'm so, so thankful. I mean, like I said, they taught me everything I know today. Um, and I have a great network out of that company um, that helped me, you know, get to where I am right now. Um, but a week before I was graduating from university, Tampa, they 
they let everyone in our department go. Oh, my. So I watched my boss. I watched my boss's boss. I watched everybody just walk on out. And, of course, if they're gone, the intern's gone, too, and she no longer has her position. So um, it was like, hello, real world. That's painful. Oh, yeah. It did, was, you, did you think you were going to have a job there after the internship uh, originally? Oh, originally, yes, yeah, okay. yes, yes. So I thought, you know, I did it right. I stayed with one internship. Um, I didn't even study abroad because I was so career-focused that I was like, if I leave, that risk of coming back and someone else fulfilling that was scary. So um, anyway, so when I graduated, what was even worse that I, you know, lost my job was the fact that I couldn't find a job in marketing. And even with all my experience with marketing, you know, I still wasn't getting taken seriously. And, um, you know, I kind of looked at it, stepped back and I was like, well, are my peers, are they, do they have jobs? My peers, you know, that just graduated with the same degree. And I looked and a lot of them were serving, they were in babysitting jobs, they were just not doing what they went to school for. And I realized, you know, this is an absolute problem. And um, so then I further thought about it. I'm like, well, there's an amazing formula to this problem because I went from knowing absolutely nothing in marketing in the digital space to being no different than the $60,000 salary person next to me. Um, And I worked so hard for that company. So that formula is, you know, if you find that right, hungry, coachable um, college student, you know, or graduate that you can mold them to be the employee that you want and also to give someone an experience that isn't really given right now here in Tampa. Yeah, that's, well, that's isn't that a, a great story in of itself right there the desire to want to mentor other people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so kind of going off that alicia what advice would you give to others who aspire to start a business whether they're in college or or they're 42 <laughs> yeah no i mean really the advice is to one you know stop listening to what everyone else says because people get so focused on other people that they never actually do what they want to do for themselves and they mm-hmm. let other people limit them hence going back to my story of being bullied and once i moved away from that cool things started happening. Um, but in addition to that, it's really you just have to start. I mean, it's one of those things that you can sit there and wait till the, for the perfect time and you have everything together. But if you're waiting for that moment, it's never going to come because, you know, I've been in this for two and a half years and there's still things that we're trying to figure out and yeah, sure. stuff that we should have figured out, you know, a long time ago. But it's just it's a never ending process. And if that's what you want to do, I mean, you're only holding yourself back if you just don't actually start doing it. Yeah, those are all really, really good points. Uh, you mentioned um, earlier about not doing overseas study, but I do know that you do travel now. Yes, yeah? yes, yes. I see. I see on uh, your Instagram and, and social. You you just came back from Dubai. Were you in Dubai? Yes, I was in Dubai. Yes. So so, how on earth do, do you go from skipping your uh, overseas study in college, <laughs> two years in owning an agency, yep. rocking with high profile clients? To, yeah, finding time to head out to Dubai for a little jaunt. Yeah, yeah. Well, it definitely took some time and a lot of hard work. But um, really, I mean, at the time, you know, you know, I can look back and I can say, you know what, I, I, I regret not going to study abroad. Um, but ideally, you know, if you know, if I didn't do that, if I didn't keep my head down and focus, I probably could have gotten sidetracked. Um, and really now, I mean, it's been a great two and a half years of adventure and I have other projects going on. And, you know, you need to treat yourself every once in a while. I know earlier uh, balance was mentioned and there really is no balance. Um, and sometimes you lean a lot the other way. Yeah. So that week I leaned a lot to, you know what, I'm going to take a break and actually enjoy, sure. you know, the things that I've been able to accomplish. I noticed that you uh, last night you did a Facebook Live. I did. That was my first one. <laughs> you're you're very active on social media. Yeah. How, what does a typical day look like for you? Is it eight hours? Punch the clock at nine, leave at five, 
Because it did, it couldn't have been last night because you were on Facebook Live after after five. Yeah, so no. What is what does a typical day look like of a, a not just an aspiring like a an entrepreneur who is doing like you're a business owner who's actually doing it today? Yeah, what does that look like? Yeah, so it's every day is so different, um, but I mean. I, I am kind of working 24-7. I mean, even when I go to lunch, you know, there's there's people around me that could be clients. So every single every single second of the day, no matter where I am in the world, I'm marketing. Mm. You know, I'm, mar- I'm representing my company. Um, but, yeah, there is no eight hours a day. I mean, you're working 70 hours a week sometimes. But when you're doing what you love, I mean, I don't even feel like I'm working. So it's, it's almost sometimes hard for me to answer that because it's like, you know, did I work yesterday? Don't I mean, even know. Yeah, I don't yeah. even know. I mean, I got stuff done, but... <laughs> yeah, that's what a great feeling and what a great message there. You know, at your young age, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people twice your age or sometimes even further along in their lives don't figure that out, that to do what they love. Mm-hmm. You know, doing what you love means that you don't really even feel like you're working. You're... you're passionate about it that you get up at 5:30 in the morning and immediately you're like I want to get into this today and uh, what a what a great message that is for those who are listening right now whether you're um, wanting to start a business whether you work for a company like you know if you work for a company right now and you're not happy in that organization maybe it's the role you're in maybe you can go to your bosses or your bosses bosses and find a different role within that organization that you will be happy in or maybe you do need to complete life change mm-hmm. but uh, what a great story so you you mentioned two and a half years in yep What's the biggest failure you've had or roadblock you've had or stumbling point thus far? Yeah. Because um, you have had at least one, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. They happen every day. And But you know what's in the mindset of an entrepreneur is even when you fail, you really don't feel like you're failing. You're just like, okay, well, how do I get over this? Like, right. We don't have time. And then you're just going, going. And then you look back and you're like, wow, that was actually a lot worse than I thought. Um, but anyway, I, the, the biggest roadblock that I would say is actually, and this is something that's kind of came up. You know, a few months ago, and it was something that I'm kind of surprised with myself that I didn't realize um, ahead of time, but really just kind of the management style um, and realizing, you know, because especially we grew, especially this year, really quick, really fast in a short amount of time, especially my side of the business, which focuses on the website um, side and the SEO side of things. And, um, you know, I one of, one of my failures was I could have been a better boss and been there for my employees, but I was so caught up in, you know, the day-to-day and getting other things done um, that I didn't create a strong enough process to be, be to be able to um, fulfill that growth. Okay. So um, definitely something that, you know, I think that people should kind of be aware of and something that you can do to not fall in my sh- um, situation is to make sure that you're spending at least one day a week to actually innovate your business and look back because that day-to-day um, duties can get so overwhelming and then you're not actually working on your business. And that's exactly why, you know, the scenario that I just mentioned happened and it could have been completely avoided if I took that time out before. So now I do that twice a week. Oh, that's You know what? And by the way, uh, for somebody, this, I, I've been on three different businesses, and of course, over the last decade, I've worked with hundreds of businesses of every size, and that is the entrepreneur's greatest paradox, mm-hmm. is, is that we build something ourselves, and it's hard to pull ourselves back mm-hmm. to be able to work on the business, because we're in the business. business yeah. And then that other part, you know, uh, in my first season of life, I, I supervised hundreds and hundreds of employees and multiple states. And and it's easy sometimes to be so engulfed in, or engaged in the business that uh, we, like you, you mentioned, what a great, what a great, in, uh, that's, a, that's a real mature leadership uh, understanding of yourself that um, 
to have the systems in place where you are focused because the people are the business Mm -hmm. and that's what you mentioned without saying it specifically that's exactly the point and it doesn't matter what business you're in whether you sell tires or you put in air conditioning units or put on roofs or sell cars or are marketing and advertising agency the people are the business and uh what a what an insightful uh insightful comment so Speaking of your business, what are the what are some of the key measurables? Like, what do you, how do you look at your business in two and a half years and say we're successful, we're not successful, we've got opportunity, or we've achieved what we set out to achieve? What are the measurables for you? Yeah, so really for us, it's a it's a it's a blend of things because um, we're forever changing right now. Um, but really for us, our biggest thing and what we're measuring is subscription based clients and how many subscription based clients we have. Okay, um, and so we're kind of looking at you know. Growing that sector, right? You know, just getting more subscriptions. So currently, Zach and I have a goal. You know, by the end, the end of this month, this is how much recurring we need to have. Mm. Um, it was something that you know, especially for people that are starting, there's nothing like having that recurring revenue. So if there's any way that, as you're starting your business, that you can find a model to do that, even if it's ten dollars a month. I mean, something as small as Apple Music is ten dollars a month for everybody, but that's what is getting them through. So, yeah, sure. um, and in addition to not, and this is a small tidbit, but not to be scared of the small ticket mm. um, value. A lot of people are very high ticket focused. And that's something too that we're focusing on too. How to make it cheaper for our clients but still give the quality that they need. Um, but that's kind of our, our measurement right now is focusing on subscriptions. Subscriptions. And and that recurring business allows you to, again, back away and focus on the business because you know you've got this revenue stream coming in. And, uh, and again, that that's applicable to pretty much any kind of business as well. Mm-hmm. Um Awesome. Well, that's that's a that's a great point. Um, what keeps you up at night as a business owner? Um, oh God, what keeps me up at night? There's a lot of things because um, you're always thinking about you not, know. Not, and I'm not talking about loud music, by the way. Sorry <laughs> to interrupt you there, but <laughs> that, that can't happen. Um, but I mean, really, I mean, just making sure you know. I I, I'm, I really reflect on my day and what I did. Um, I'm very my my heart is for my employees. Like this, I started it to like you said, mentor people um, of all ages just to grow. So I really think about it at night. You know, did I do everything I can to make sure that they were set up for success? Um, are they growing? Are they happy? Um, it's very you know. It's of course clients are a main focus, and you know I'm I'm very thankful for all of our clients. But like you said, you know, it's the team that that makes the business. So at night, honestly, it's my team that keeps me up. Mm, that's. Again, going back to people. Yeah, pe- yeah. <laughs> pe- people are what get it done. All right, you heard Pat allude to this earlier, uh, but uh, I didn't tell you about it. We're going to do a, uh, a a lightning round here to get a little idea about what oh, makes God. you tick. And okay, so, oh God. So Pat, we ready for uh, a lightning round as we, we wrap, are ready. as we wrap up the show? So I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a, a choice. You get okay. to you, you're gonna say two things, and you pick which is uh, more meaningful to you, and okay. then uh, we'll get to know a little bit about you because of this. Are okay, you ready? Cool. I, I think right. I am. I hope I am. I think we got about thirty seconds. We'll okay. see how that works out. All right, ready for the first one? Yep. Beach or mountains? Beach. Animal that best describes you? Oh, God. Tiger. All right. More money or better health? Which would you prefer? Better health. Favorite sport? Um, baseball. Mm, good. Go raise. Country rap or rock music? Rap. <laughs> All right. Hey, and uh, we'll take you down the hall here to 94.1 uh, Wild just in there a little bit. There you go. Bit. I got to say hi. Steak or sushi? Oh, God. I just recently went vegan, but I love steak. <laughs> Oh, bummer. You you love steak? Is yeah, that what you said? Yeah. Have you have you tried Earth Fair yet? I've not. Oh, they have great or, organic grass-fed uh, 
grass-fed steak. Okay, I cool. Love, I love Earth Fair. And by the way, this is not an endorsement. I'm just, I'm just mentioning that. Well, Alicia, we are pretty much out of time here. I want, okay. to, I want to tell you that I super appreciate you coming into the studio today and uh, sharing a little bit about your story. I hope maybe we can have you back another time to uh, uh, maybe expand on or tell us a little bit more about where your business is going, how yeah. your business is growing, and uh, what, your, what some special projects are that you're working on. Yeah, thank you I'd so much that. for being here. Yeah, thank you so much, guys. And um, yeah, they, I'm, I'm really glad to be on here. I want to know before you go, though, where where can we find you and uh, your business? Yeah, so you can find me. I'm on Instagram. It's Alicia Waldner on Instagram. And you can DM me. I pretty much answer everyone. So if you have any questions on anything I mentioned today, I'm happy to help in any way I can. And your website is? AliciaWaldner.com. And then also my company, AdventureMarketing.co. Hey, thanks for listening to Business Beyond the Boardroom On Demand, a feature of the Business Beyond the Boardroom live radio show. You can listen to the full live radio show every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to marksteckman.com for more information, or you could follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram for more great business and marketing content. Make it a great day.